The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and the official podcast of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode, we are joined by All Even Podcast host, Barry Grant Jr., a good friend of the show, and we discuss the the, uh, the fallout of that terrible, no good, very bad loss to San Francisco 49ers, what that means for the Cowboys. Um, Dak is a real hot subject, so we, we obviously discuss him quite a bit. We also look forward, what's to come for the team? We look at the offensive free agents in this episode, and we'll be looking at the defensive free agents, in-house free agents uh, uh, next week on next week's show. And if you're interested in catching this show live, the one you're listening to on audio, we do a live stream every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. CST, and 9 p.m. EST on youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. You can also just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast on YouTube. We will come up. I bet you if you search Cowboys Can Fan, we'll show up too. But don't search Cowboys. We probably won't show up for that. Uh, we might show up for Can Fan. So those, those are your options. You can also find us on social media. Uh, all of our socials are at um, at Cowboys Can Fan. And that's, we're mostly on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So um, find us anywhere there if you want to chat. But by all means, come by to the next live show. That'll be next week, uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. All right. And finally, um, a big shout out to the Grid Network at GRYD and Network. Um, Barry Grant Jr. is the co-founder of this wonderful network. And um, we're part of it, too. So if you like sports and you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, you definitely want to go check it out, especially All Even Podcast. Uh, You can just basically search All Even Podcast, and it's going to pop up for you as well. All right, enough of me. Let's get into the show. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get trolled. Probably. Who cares? It's part of it. I'm I'm fine now. Oh, I'm fine, too. Like, I, I still, I was getting, like, this morning at five thirty in the morning, when I was laying in bed, I started arguing back with one of the guys, and I was like, "What am I doing? I don't like." <laughs> it's worth it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm already I've like I had the day where I I forced myself to look at a bunch of stuff just to like I couldn't just to Monday I didn't even look just at. to see and it's like it's all the same shit. Yeah, it's, it's all everyone the same says shit. the same thing. It's everyone cowgirls cry. I still don't think if we would have won that game, I would have been going to other people's pages and no fucking shit. way. With like that is I probably would anyway. I probably would have talked shit. To the people that talk shit to me on our our page, our thing, yeah. But I wouldn't go. No, I wouldn't go out of my way to look at a fucking San Francisco 49ers live stream and post them being mad Never. that they lost. Never. So the the only time I do that is by accident if it pops up in my feed and I see something and like I'm and it catches thinking, your eye. I'm just thinking I might reply, but I don't go out of my way to look for it. Yeah. A sad head nod like this. Yeah. It's kind of like Big Abe Lincoln. Big Abe Lincoln. 
We still them boys. <laughs> still them boys. Still them boys. Big A Blinken. Have you guys ever seen that format of a meme when it's like just the picture of Brock Purdy's head and it's like him st sticking in like in the corner? It's like just checking if you're still them boys. Have you guys ever seen that no, one? I no, and I don't <laughs> like it. It's such an over <laughs> it's such an overused uh, meme format, and I, I haven't actually seen it yet from Brock Purdy, but now that I mentioned it, Instagram's probably going to force me to oh, see yeah. it. Anyways, how's it going, fellas? This is our first official off-season Cowboys podcast of 2023, and we're still going to be doing that, Crap, baby. We're baby. still going to be. You know what? Fuck it. You're here, right. Here. Let me get one in there, too. Crack them if you got, got them, son. I was uh, I was pretty down, and, and I'll... I'll the last time I remember feeling like this, oddly enough, wasn't last year because I guess expectations were lower. Although the loss was was uh, a killer because of how how the game like, ended. Yeah, the way they lost in twenty twenty one, there was that hope. Yeah, like there was legit hope. When and we it just were, sucks to lose on. Oh, you didn't get the ball. You off. didn't get the ball. Un unlike this year, how we lost. The last time I remember feeling that like this was when I think it was twenty twelve or twenty thirteen when the Vancouver Canucks were up two and zero in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs and then playoffs and then they 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 ended up losing like four games to three or something like that. So. Uh, and that's when I stopped watching hockey. Yeah, it gutted you. It, gut, <laughs> it gutted you that bad. Yeah, right. I yeah. say Monday. I had the Monday morning blues. Uh, it. I and not even so much. I was kind of. I'll, I'll say it. I was kind of expecting it a little bit, just because it's happened so many times. I was kind of bracing for it. I. I'm more bummed out about not having our Sunday live stream stuff. Because I look forward to that each week. I look forward to the Cowboys games. I look forward to coming here. Sure. And, you know, six hours of drinking and talking to people in chat and watching Cowboys football. That's what I think is more depressing, that that part is gone. Yeah. Mm. I, I that You and I said that both as like, oh, we're not going to have to. We got the towels cleaned or some bullshit. Like, it just feels like we were getting in such a rhythm with the live stream of the show day, uh, like the game days. He's not lying. Yeah, uh, for lying. audio listeners, we do have a, a bunch of towels from the games we've gone to. And uh, uh, Baba, or Bandwagon Baba. <laughs> cleaned them for she us. washed them Thank they're you. not they're not sticky but yeah. we i mean but we we still pull up our uh, our pants and we do it because of uh fans like tiana ellis in the chat saying you guys are becoming my new fave cowboys channel keep up the great work hey, appreciate, appreciate it and 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 just one thing because uh we're all probably getting it cowboys fans dish it out they they can take it too where we put ourselves in a bit of a spotlight online by putting out memes we also put out you know, things that kind of attack other teams in a comical way. Usually it's friendly. Uh, sometimes it's misinterpreted as, as violent. Dude, you're, the, <laughs> video, the, the, yeah. the video last week, there's still people right now on at Cowboys Can Fan Instagram. Just, it's getting flooded by Niners saying, oh, mental breakdown. How's that feel? Like yeah. you wish to, it's like, man, literally five minutes before that clip happened, we were talking about how we thought San Francisco was the best team left in the postseason. We clipped ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we, so we clipped, we clipped it. But you know what? Obviously, that was the right clip. It, yeah. it brought traffic. Sure, it's the negative traffic. And as we've experienced as Cowboys fans, the negative's always going to outweigh the positive. You're always going to get a way bigger reaction when yeah. the Cowboys lose or Dak Prescott has a bad game or Ezekiel Elliott would fumble or someone gives up a big play. You're always going to get a bigger reaction from everyone else in a situation like that. And like you said, we put ourselves out there and we'll I, take it, yeah, baby. We'll I, take it. I had to step away on Monday. Basically all of Monday, I stepped away from social media. And uh, then I came back uh, 
Is it Tuesday? Re- reeled you back in. I kind of Monday did, Monday did, night kind of for it me. It did feel yeah. weird without it did the like the, the the post game conversations that we usually have because you get into that routine. So like when one of us is like taking a mental health day, and I don't say that in like a joking manner and like, not like a Brock Purdy way. Don't Adam, don't bring that up. <laughs> so I actually wasn't even meaning the Brock Purdy. <laughs> no, no, no. Some of it was was at work too, but I just felt like oh yeah, I just I, I can't fill my head with this right now. Oh yep. gosh, <laughs> yep, it's, no, it's, definitely it's it's the pointless thing, and and you and you think about it, it's just like. We got six months to talk yeah. about everything well, I was we want to talk about lots the next to, day. Lots, lots to, to talk discuss. about today. I, one last thing I want to say yep. about this. Yep. I said to add before we went on, like this morning, I'm laying in bed before I go to work. It's like 530 in the morning. You know, you're looking through uh, the at Cowboys Can Fan Instagram, the at Cowboys Can Fan uh, on YouTube. I'm looking through the comments and I start getting into it with some guys. And I'm like, what am I doing? I honestly, there's just no point. They're going, San Fran's going on to play against the Eagles in probably the worst possible matchup that for for me like i honestly could give two shits about sam fran playing the eagles because there's i'm not happy with either of them winning so i'm yeah. i'm putting all my last hope into the Bengals. me too that's yeah. who i'm gonna i hope the Bengals, whoever they end up i hope Roar they are in that jungle Bengals. yeah i hope they end up just slaughtering whatever nfc NFC team uh, ends up making it to, to the the big game the super bowl well i i did say that uh if if the I went to some Eagle fans that were trolling me in, in IRL and I said, We basically gave you the recipe on how to beat the San Francisco 49ers or how to keep them under nineteen points. And I said yep. the Eagles arguably have just as good a defense. Uh, just as good as a defense and, and they possibly have a quarterback that can put some tuggies in there. So uh, and it's funny that you say that, and we're going to get into the San Fran game a little bit here before before yeah, the fallout yeah, that yeah. AJ has. Just looking at, there was the one play of Dak's interception where he threw it to the double covered uh, CD Lamb, I believe it was, and they show it from they show it from like the the all twenty two view, and he has so much room to run. CD no Dak. Oh, like, oh, instead oh, of throwing oh, the sorry. ball, he could have just taken off up the middle, and you know Jalen Jalen hurts without a doubt is doing that. So it's just that the, the Eagles are pretty much primed to beat. I who okay, we, Let's say it. Who do you guys think are, is going to win out of those guys? I do think, I think the Eagles have too much momentum on both sides of the balls. I mean, uh, ball, uh, <laughs> because I think, and, and the balls, because I, I don't feel like the Cowboys played a real strong offensive game. Oh, and we still got 12 points with a missed, uh, Field uh, missed extra point. Yeah, and an interception in the red zone. Interception in the red zone. And so, like, let's just say, you know, that adds, like, we could have easily scored 20 points in that game and not have played very good offense. So I think the Eagles are going to come out there. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they score two touchdowns a uh, a, a quarter. quarter. I mean, they've me been either, playing like that. They have been. They dis- dismantled the Giants. I I do think the Eagles are probably the better team after watching, like Ad said, uh, the Cowboys defense against the 49ers. But AJ, you got this article up, and this is pretty much yeah. instant fallout a little bit here. It is, and I can't get rid of this fucking. Oh, there. Oh, cl- yeah, close there on the bottom. So this this article AJ has uh, up here report Cowboys linebackers coach George Edwards and running backs coach Skip Pete. Not returning. So there's already buyer guy, RJ Ochoa, from blogging the boys. So that's instant fallout, man. I, I wonder, like, I don't know enough. Where do these guys come from? Were they, did they come in with Mike McCarthy? Did they come in with Kellen Moore? Skip's been around for a while. Uh, I don't know much about George Edwards, but Skip Pete 
uh, has been around for, he's been a Cowboys coach for a while. I think this is his second time with the Cowboys. Uh, but if you think about our positions, linebacker and running back were probably our most, like, kind of our weakest parts a little bit at points of the season. Our mm-hmm. running game pretty much went stagnant these last little bit. Like, when was the last time we had an explosion from the running backs? Against the Colts, maybe? Yeah. Like, we, they did not granted TP20 broke his leg, which that sucks. But TP20 broke his leg in the game against the, the Niners. But our run game was just kind of non-existent. I think a lot of it obviously had to do with like if you if you rated the first half of the season compared to the last half and and uh, include those playoff games playoffs playoffs uh, much two totally different styles of running we were talking about both potentially Zeke and Tony getting a thousand yards Tony ended up getting a thousand yards so things were looking good it seems a little surprising that they would get rid of the running back coach because yeah, Zeke, something happened to Zeke. I think Um, maybe that's going to come out later, but like his play completely shifted. I don't remember the game fell off and, and Tony Pollard, he's just, he wasn't, I don't know if he's the, a true number one, three down back. It's a lot to carry. Yeah. He hasn't had a lot of carries. So I'm a little shocked about the running back, not shocked, but, I mean, I didn't know, if, know, know who the guy was, but I don't think that was a problem. Linebacker makes sense. Linebacker makes sense. With with saying that, there's a little bit of news with Zeke. Hey, yo. Oh, Nate Dogg's in the house. Fuck, mm-hmm. fuck the Stop Niners, Nate. Nate. <laughs> fuck the Niners, Nate. Fuck the Niners, Nate. But he did bring up a good point that we didn't mention about the San Fran game. What's that? And, and our man, the man, the myth, the legend, Boots on the Ground, Eric, is in the house. What up, Boots? Oh, ha- up? Hall of Fame, Can fan. Man, he his his sign made Sports Center. Yeah. Dude. That's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I'll th- I'll, I have a I have an image of it. That was pretty nuts, boots. You you are you're the you're the fucking goat. And then we just got it. We we got and just just wanted to say this to chat. You're, we're probably gonna get haters coming in all throughout. Fuck them. Who cares? What other loser fans have to go to another team and fucking say say the shit that we always get as cowboy fans? Yep. Eagles, Niners. Fuck them. We'll take it. We'll take it. But so there was a little bit of news coming up with Zeke in today i don't know if it's today or maybe yesterday but he was saying that he would be interested in taking a pay cut if it kept him in dallas so he knows the writings on the wall i do kind of want to hop into this and I oh think yeah go for it hop in this hop is in. this is a good uh, uh transition. Right so we started a blog oh wait that's not ours <laughs> we started a blog called oh. blogging the boys <laughs> that's blogging the boys hang on you are nothing but garbage well we did start a blog if you go to cowboys can fan slash blog we're going to be doing a little bit of writing and and uh a good homie who if you've uh, been tuning into the cast online if you're an audio streamer you need to come join us youtube.com slash the cowboys can fan podcast or just cowboys can fan search it uh but basically uh matt vink wrote an article here the cowboys top five free agent questions uh tony pollard being at the top of the list that's just I don't want to go through. That no, was just maybe, an intro maybe, to the blog. I mean, maybe just scroll through oh, his sure. five, and this is a good talking point. We can go through his top five. We we just even if we just look at the picks, and then I'd like to see out of you guys if out of the five you you, you can pick two. That's sure. what we'll say. Okay, and that's kind of what we'll we'll roll with. Or you can franchise tag one and sign one, and then you guys can kind of little food for thought. Little little uh, yep. What's the word I'm trying to find here? Activity that we could do. Okay, so we got Tony Pollard as number one. We got Cooper Rush's number two. I think that's a really interesting one. It is, yeah. Uh, I didn't consider it. Dalton Schultz at number three. It's probably going to be on a lot of people's lists. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch at number four. And Donovan 
Stud Wilson. Ooh, this is a tough list. D- number five. D- it is. Donovan it Wilson is. dash stud. This is no, a- that's safety. This no, is- it's dash stud. <laughs> dash stud. <laughs> uh, so what, what do you guys think? Like if you had to got, franchise. Got if you, you have yours? yours, okay, well, you get shoot off. Well, I'd franchise tag TP20. Okay. And then I keep, I'd, I'd pay Dono. Yeah. All right. What's the reasoning? Two, I, I Man, two. I was going to say... I was going to say, I, for some reason, I thought I would be able to incorporate L, LVE in there, and I wasn't able to. But um, reasoning, I think, just with the Zeke situation, if Zeke's going to take a pay cut and we're able to get the same uh, dual back roll that we had this season, I don't think it's a bad thing for the team. Um, I, I do think TP20 is is too much, uh, is is too good for us to let go in terms of being a possible slot receiver and then, uh, an explosive uh, back when we need him. We still didn't see him much in the slot as a receiver. Hey, I, I, which no. is With what, all that it, talk that we had about him at the start of the year. Not possibly our, hey, bro- not our fault though. Not our fault though. Not our fault though. So that's where I would, that's where I'd tag TP twenty because I do think he's going to get that payday um, somewhere else. And yep. then Donald Wilson just was showing up. I, I liked what I saw out of him. I, I I liked LVE this year. LVE played fantastic, but I I also don't think that I I don't wouldn't pick. Well, obviously I didn't pick LVE over. Yeah, it was tough. Over, uh, and it's going to be it's going to be situations that the Cowboys front office has put in. They're going to have five players they like and uh realistically they're not going to be able to keep all of them. The NFL's a very competitive uh league not only on the field but also in negotiations with players and a lot of teams have a lot of money that they're willing to spend. AJ, who would you who would you franchise and then keep? Sure, well, I just wanted to bring up the um um estimated franchise mm. cap so nice 10 million i think that's right in the value that you'd be paying tp per year oh yeah because zeke zeke's supposed to get 10.9 next year so yeah that would be that would be pretty much if you get if you drop zeke's pay and then you could get franchise tag tony you're pretty much not losing any money realistically yeah exactly holy now, fuck look at linebacker i know and so that's where things Things change. So I'm going to, I mean, I'm cheating because I, I looked at this list. Yeah, but this is good. This is how you have to look at This is how you have to look at it. I think, I think I would, I would uh, sign Wilson. Yep. And I'm going to be boring and just say I'm going to franchise Tony Puller because I, because I couldn't franchise LVE. At twenty million, no bandwagon. No. Bandwagon boys no. stick together. It's funny because I'm I'm leaning towards that, but just to be different, yeah, I'm gonna I'll go and I don't I know it increases if you do tight end, and they're not gonna do tight end because we have Jake Ferguson, excuse me, and yeah. Fergalicious. So fuck it, I gotta I gotta stick with you guys. I gotta I I can't. But what the, was tight ends? Tight ends, eleven. It's only eleven, but he had that last year, and it'll jump up another whatever, right? Because it's it'd be a second. Uh, his second time right. getting uh, franchise. The reason I would sign Donovan Wilson, not to the, to the the franchise, but to just sign him, go down to safeties. Oh, I mean, even safeties make some bank, but that's if you franchise him. I think you could get Donovan yeah. Wilson at a very good price, and, and then you're still going to pair him and uh, J. Ron Kearse as a very, very outstanding safety tandem. So I think we're I think we're all in agreement there with those five players. Oh, hi. I'm fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. 
Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast, and I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them cowboys? Well, let's uh, do. We, are you 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 gave your takes? You I gave, gave my takes. Take. Yeah. What about? Well, let's get let's saying? get let's get one oh, other person's oh, yeah. take. Oh yeah. La- la- ladies and gentlemen, bring them boys in. and girls. I kind of forgot. Women and children of all ages, even though there's my no women and children that follows podcasts. <laughs> he has been known to be the villain, or some would say the voice of reason in the cowboy space. Ladies and gentlemen, if you aren't subscribed to his absolutely bombastic there you go. podcast and or podcast show, the fuck are you doing here? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> our homie and brother, Barry Graham Jr. of the All Evening Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Barry. Whoop, whoop. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. I it thought was it was good. good. It was this good. Is, That's fine, man. We turn, we turn it up in here. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> There it goes, there it goes. <laughs> That's what we needed is it? <laughs> oh, oh! What's yeah. up, fellas? Hey, what's going on, Barry? How you doing, man? Uh, you know, it's rough. R- rough rough week, but you know, it's uh it's getting better. It's getting better. Barry, how how many years has have you been feeling this? Because this is new to me. Uh well. You know, my backstory is that I was I was a Jets fan growing up. And I always watched the Cowboys as well because the Cowboys used to always come on on Fox. So Jets would come on on CBS, then after that, the Fox game. So I was I was always watching both teams my whole life. But, you know, kind of leaned towards the Jets and then I kind of just over the last 8 years kind of really switched full Cowboys. So, I mean, you know, I've always had an affinity for them. I've always watched them. I've always had the pain and the suffering on both sides. <laughs> yeah, you get so, double hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I was I was a Jets fan and a Cowboys fan. So you can imagine the pain and suffering that I felt um, for both particular organizations. But, um, you know, this one to me, I think more than any one more than any year in the Dak era i think this one hurts the most um and i think you know just the reaction from from the fan base i think a lot of people agree oh yeah you're not wrong like there's been this is probably the first time since dak's been in the nfl that, that he's actually come under fire with people that have defended him quite like through almost anything, right? Like I've yeah. pretty much defended Dak as much as I could, even this year with a lot of his interceptions. He had an off year this year. I would still go, okay, there's like we can work through it. We still got the chance at making a, a Super Bowl run. He get he beats Tom Brady in the first round. And you're like, okay, maybe he's maybe he's figured this out a little bit. You get the, the divisional. I'm still feeling a little bit reserved because I've I've gotten my hopes up and just had them stomped on before, so I'm still a little bit reserved. And then he just goes out there and absolutely probably has, if not his worst game, at least a top three of his worst games considering the 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 stage of it. And it's just yeah, like you, you, you can't even there, – there's just no way to defend him because everybody else minus maybe Maher did exactly what they needed to do in that game. Yeah, I mean, even Maher, right? I mean, think about it. You know, the guy, he he stepped up, you know, hit his two field goals. Um, yeah, fair. 
You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, the, the 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 extra point that that first one, obviously, he probably still had the the yips, right? But in regards to hitting the field goals, he was money. True. But the, you know, the problem that that I saw in that game is nothing new. It's just you know, I had I had put out a video on Instagram. You know, everybody check that out if you want to. And I said that it's time for everybody to separate Dak, the great person. He's a great person. His story is wonderful. You know, he's overcome so much. Um, and we have to separate that great man from the player. Because a lot of times when you come after the player, people come after you because they want to link that to his character. And that has nothing to do with the other. Um, what I saw in that game is what we saw all year is that, and I don't know if you guys have like paid attention to these stats, but I'm going to, I don't look at stats. <laughs> oh, well, well uh, I'll, I'll, br I'll bring the stats for you. Bring um, it did you guys know that? I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Did you guys know that Dak Prescott has not had two straight games of no turnovers in 49 straight games? Wow. No, I did not know that, but that's very scary. That is. That's terrible. Holy that's, shit. Right. That's, 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 that's including fumbles also, correct? That's including fumbles, right. So remember he had a fumble problem yeah. um, before. A couple years ago. Whenever you'd run Clean the ball. that up now. Whenever now ran, it's. Whenever he yes. used to run the ball, you, you couldn't even use him in Madden and try to run right. with him because you'd get you'd get touched and you'd just throw the ball in the air. Yeah, <laughs> you remember how many times he would drop back and try to throw the ball and would just come out of his hand? Yeah, I do. Like, which is strange because so, the guy's got fucking ginormous. Yeah, hands. he has mitts. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of those things, man. But forty nine straight games he has gone and he hasn't had two back to back games, clean games. Wow, that right there is the is the definition of what he is mm. is that he's always going to be a turnover prone quarterback and if you don't have the weapons it's going to be hit or miss and the problem that i have is that we as the cowboys nation we just we have to just accept what he is i've said this on the show before people need to stop trying to say well he's a he's a top 10 quarterback he's like none of that matters. It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> it doesn't me. matter anymore. <laughs> no, like you know, what I'm saying like I, you're not, and you're not the only one. And you know, what I'm saying there's a lot of people that have said that. But it's like if you're a top ten quarterback, okay, Josh Allen's a top ten quarterback. He he chokes a lot in the playoffs too. He yep. makes a lot of bad decisions too. So what does that do for you? I'd rather have a guy that's in the twenties, but he gives me one perfect postseason, i.e., a Joe Flacco. And wins the Super Bowl. I don't care about top 10. I care about winning. Yeah. It's about winning at the end of the day. So, um, you know, we really have a very cloudy future because the other thing that I wanted to bring up before you guys, you know, we, we can go into another topic or you want to ask something else is if you know football, you know, I, I see you, you when, when you're watching the games, you're calling out particular formations, you're calling out defenses is really, really great to see. But has anybody realized that Dak has been late the entire year on all of his routes? Well, yeah, you look through you look through that that all 22 I posted. Yeah. And most it most of the throws he's throwing to where the guy was, not right. where he, where he's going to be. And, and also too, yeah, yeah. Also too, and what was happening is that, and this is for the the 
the bandwagon boys. I want to give y'all a little little knowledge right now. Bring y'all to school. Hey. <laughs> School's in session. When <laughs> when a quarterback when a quarterback is in a four or five step drop, that ball has to get out quickly, or yep. whatever decision has to happen has to happen quickly. If you see that game, Dak Prescott goes into a four or five step drop, and they call it hitches, right? So you should release the ball after your first hitch in a perfect um perfect situation. You have you you probably have a second hitch to do something. By your third and fourth and fifth hitches, it's over. So if if he's not throwing the ball out of the second hitch, it's it's a it's a dead thing. And what happened in that game is that they were playing zone, he's doing a five-step drop, he's in a fifth hitch. So they're looking at him. They know exactly where the ball is going. He doesn't recognize that instead of saying, you know what, I can dirt this. I can throw it out of bounds or I can maybe go and use my legs and probably extend the play a little bit. But he decides to throw it. That should scare every Cowboys fan because that is a lack of awareness. Dak Prescott doesn't have great footwork. He's good when he's in rhythm, but naturally his footwork sucks. The only guys that can be able to get away with good, well, bad footwork are guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like Patrick Mahomes that have otherworldly arms that they can be able to overcompensate for that. Dak Prescott can't. He doesn't have a big arm and he doesn't have great footwork. So when his hitches are off, when he's in a five-step drop and he's taking so long to throw the football, the play's dead. It doesn't matter how many weapons you have. You have Jerry Rice, you can have Randy Moss on the outside. It's dead. Yep. And that's what he did the entire game. The entire game. When we look at that uh, uh, pass, it's, it's been a little polarizing, um, that uh, Michael Gallup interception that he threw. I've, I've heard arguments. Yeah, yeah. I've heard arguments that Gallup quit on the route, and I've heard arguments that Dak um, just th- threw a piss-poor ball in however way you yeah. put it. My argument is I, I could see it both. I could see it being both things. Michael Gallup might have stopped on his route because he thought whatever it was, it was a poor decision. And and that's just, I'm just making that argument if that's what's true. I'm not in the guy's head. I don't know what he saw out there, but it certainly looked like he didn't cut back like he was supposed to, if that's what he was supposed to do. But I always go back to saying that that shit can happen. You can have you have receivers out there who are going to run bad routes. The quarterback is pulling the trigger, meaning that he's seeing the opportunity he's the one who threw that ball still even if michael gallup paused he still threw it there like who can you blame in that scenario like okay michael you you know for argument's sake you ran the wrong route but why would you throw the ball then yeah if that happened and that and that's the thing i get i get the the argument of if if Dak's throwing to a spot and his receiver's not there well who are you going to blame but we just saw it too many times that i it I give the benefit of the doubt to the wide receivers at this point. There was just right. too many times this season where you could tell Dak was trying to throw an out route and he basically just threw it to the defensive back. You know what I mean? So well, it's it's kind yeah. of a tricky it's tr- it's a tricky cuz you could go you could say either well, way. You, you can look at some of the you can you can fundamentally look at I don't know why I said fundamentally. You can look at some of sounded the Sounded smart. Sounded smart. I'm trying to use <laughs> hey, I'm trying to Sounded good. Sounded good. Yeah, I said sounded great. Uh you can tell some of the some of the uh, interceptions that have happened. We we saw with the Cowboy receivers you can't fully let them off the hook because there was a lot of volleyball going on. 
Like yeah. there, there are, there are times when, and it could possibly be uh, kind of going back to what Barry was saying. It could have been a short throw. It could have been uh mistimed, but there are some blatant ones where it's like, that shouldn't have been an interception. Now, not enough to say mm-hmm. five. Well, yeah. Five of his 15. Yeah. yeah. So I have one. Yeah. So yeah, you're, I mean, it's, again, not, not a quarter is still not and, and, and wavering be, enough to say that you could, uh, could go an entire season with the streak that Dak had. Unbelievable and, streak, by the way. But uh, to be fair, we don't go through and look at every quarterbacks and true. do that. So no, true, no, and, and right? I, I, you're right, true. But the, the it was it was different though. Like this year, like I've I've watched him obviously since he's been in the league. This was the first year, in my opinion, of Dak that he was throwing like that. Like he had sometimes would make a bonehead uh, play and have a bad decision. But this year, obviously, he he set a record for himself in a short amount of games compared to playing a full season. He just seemed off, and he, even even when he was, he just always seemed off this year. Yes. I don't know. This is this, this wasn't reading the field properly, man, at all. And all this, year. this is why it hurts more. We gave him a freebie pre my pre my Cowboys era, but still, he got the freebie in the injury year. Mm-hmm. So technically, what he's go, he's going into his eighth. Season. Next year, yeah. You know, like the expectation at year five of a quarterback, and even sooner, let's be honest now, it's like three. year three. Yeah, year but, three probably. But like mm-hmm. he was playing well enough. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, I think what hurts is a little bit of the wool being pulled off your eyes and maybe the, the realization like, are we, is this the plateau? Because things were on a rise and looking good. And it's like, okay, well, next year he's going to push it that little, little more extra bit. Yeah, but are we seeing that plateau, and that's why it's a little bit more painful? Yeah, yeah. I I, I honestly believe uh, AJ that that's what it is. I I don't think you're going to see Dak get any better than what he is. Uh, he's he is what he is, and you know I've heard a lot of people say, well, you gotta surround him with more weapons. You gotta give him more weapons. Any any quarterback in any team can say that. Every quarterback would love more weapons, but it's the it's the times where those weapons are either injured, they're not getting separation, that your quarterback is paid to make plays. In that game against San Francisco, we needed one pass out of the ones that he did not complete. Yep. Yep. One. Yep. And he couldn't do it. That T.Y. Hilton it, right up the fucking right. seam. T.Y. Yes. right, oh, right down the seam, he didn't see him. The Gallup one that he threw in the third quarter, he, oh, he underthrew that one. He underthrew so many passes. Why? Because it goes back to what I was saying. You're late on your hitches. You don't have a plus arm. And you're underthrowing guys. It, all of those. And then the pressure is coming in the pocket. And we all know what he looks like. When there's no pressure, He his, his passer rating is up. His QBR is up. When that pocket starts to collapse, he is a different guy. And, now, well, you know... That's you, just what it is. Do you think? Do you think that something like that is correctable? Now, obviously, Dak no. by himself isn't. It's not correctable. But could you put? Let's say we lose Kellen Moore this year. Let's say. Let, let's say, for instance, the coaching staff uh, to a certain degree gets blown up, which we already started to see in a couple of them. Which uh, linebacker coach and running back coach gone? Um, right. You know, do you get somebody in there that can actually fundamentally work with Dak on the issues that you're seeing? Because. 
we don't see, I mean, we don't know what's going on in the locker room. I mean, it would be ridiculous for me to think that they just pay him and then crack, me, crack him if you got him. Crack if you got him. Crack if you got him. It would be ridiculous for me to think that the Cowboys, with the amount of money that they're paying him, they're just going to say, well, let's, let's just pay. Guess what? Well, no, left. he's still here for the next two years. Anyone that doesn't yeah, think that, yeah. so, he's still, Dak's still the quarterback okay, so, so, into right. 2024. So this, so this is where I'm kind of um, giving, uh, giving the, and this is not just to Barry, this is to both of you guys as well. Yeah. But he's here for next two, the next two years. Yeah. Right? He ain't at going least, anywhere. At, at least. least. Arguably, if they kind of, if the rumors are going to take in terms of TY getting a two year extension or whatever, you have CD Lamb. You know, you you already have, and and whether or not Dalton Schultz goes, you still have Fergie and Hendershot. So right yeah. there, you have four solid options on the receiving court. You pull in a Michael Gallup because he's still going to be there. He'll be better than Turpin. Last. Yeah, hoping, and, and, hoping, and uh, maybe, ho- hopefully, to- Tolbert comes along next yep. season. Yeah. So you know? so he is I, not lacking in the wide receiver department. So what do we do? What does Cowboys need to do? Because I don't think it's an on field issue we can't solve the on-field issue it has to be an off it has to be an off-field or a sideline issue and in terms of what what can we do to correct Offensive that coordinator uh yeah i think i think if you know let's i think we've seen enough of kellen moore i think it's time for him to explore other options head the, coach go, whether it be yeah, go to the panthers whether, fuck <laughs> yeah, listen no, he might go to college you never know you yeah, know back he, to Boise. he's a hot name he's a hot name in college as well yep. so you know we'll see um, what he decides to do, but I really do think that simplicity is what Dak needs. Is that everybody saw what Cooper Rush did, right? They simplified the offense. It was easy throws, easy routes, you know, easy completions. That's what they allowed. That's what they wanted him to do. You put Dak in that situation, he's making $40 million. Obviously, you're going to ask more of your quarterback oh, because yeah. of what you're paying him. Yeah, that needs to change. Doesn't matter what the Cowboys are paying him. They need to coach him based on his ability to move the offense, to understand what he's seeing on the defensive side. He needs to understand what the what the defense is giving him. He needs to understand zone reads. He's not he's not picking up zone reads right now at all. He really isn't. He just cannot understand what he's seeing with zone reads. So they're going to have to try to simplify that offense. And is Zeke gonna 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 help that? Maybe they need to bring in another running back. Maybe they have to draft another running back and get a three-headed monster in there where you can get more legs, more opportunities, run the ball, get more creative. Um, but yeah, it definitely comes just like Ann said. It, it, it's gonna come down to offensive coordinator really sitting down with Dak and saying, "Listen, we are just going to play to your strengths and not expect you to do what." every other $40 million quarterback is expected to do because he can't. Yeah, That's the problem is that stop treating him like he's Josh Allen. He's not. Stop treating him like he's Joe Burrow. He's not. You need to treat him like Brock Purdy. You need to treat him like any other game manager that can be able to make a pass or two. He's not that guy that because another thing before, yeah, I like to go on a tirade. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, keep we, going. We, hey, we, we volleyed it up. It's, to there, you. Hey, the it's, it's therapeutic for us just as much right. as it is yeah. for you. We yeah. all, yeah, we all got to get it out, man. <laughs> like the shit that bothers me is that you know when Dak is playing great, we don't never hear about the fucking offense, right? We don't never hear about how bad the weapons are, how bad Zeke looks, how bad the offensive line looks. But when he plays shitty, that's when people want to say, well, we need weapons. Bullshit. Yep. Bullshit. 
Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always an excuse and the excuses need to stop. And I think when the excuses stop, I think the Cowboys can be able to look in the mirror and say, this is what we are and this is what we're going to focus on and this is how we get better, period. So I got a question for AJ mm-hmm. because a, I know I know you got that little list you made. I know you got that Excel <laughs> sheet you got made up. So I know, is that is that Excel sheet that you have? This mm-hmm. is my, this. I have a two-part question. Question A, it, does it have other free agents or just Cowboys players? So if I pull it up, I'll do my best to explain it. But it's a, it's in a the ni- mind of AJ. It's a nice little way because you're right. We get into these these arguments about Dak, and the reality is it doesn't really matter. There's no option here. Um, right. Trading him probably not going to happen, and if we do, it'll be extremely undervalued. And then 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 who? Now Cooper Rush is our number one quarterback, and who's out there on free agent and. You know, maybe we use somebody's going to pick him up. It just AJ. would. It, yeah, exactly. Well, you think, yeah, well, he's a free agent, right? So but but the other option is cutting Dak and that's just ludicrous. It's it's not uh, going to happen. Yeah. So so that's our quarterback. End of argument. You know, not you. We can argue later if you want about if he should or not. But that's that's uh, the world we're living in. Do you want me to bring your screen up? Uh, you can. It's a little hard to understand. Because it it's for my brain, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just what I did is I went through today and I went through the offense and defense. I looked at the the um, players that we do have, at least like the the players that um, are starters. Yeah, and 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 most of the players I, I wrote down definitely, uh, and then on on I also looked at the free agents that the Cowboys have, looked at who we should keep, and then also looked at just kind of what their uh, options would be in free agency, really roughly. Um, there's some websites that I use to kind of help with some of these estimations. Um, but the first thing that I think is really interesting is we have to look at the cap overall. So $225 million, Cowboys have $9 million of dead payroll in with Lael Collins. So now we're down to about $215 million. Because the, it's an estimate, they say it's a, it's going to be over a little over two hundred and twenty. They estimate the salary cap. So Dak Prescott is taking up twenty two or twenty three percent of our cap. When you yeah. look at it that way, would you pay your quarterback? I'm not saying if he deserves it or not, but just in terms of uh, allocating budget, twenty twenty five percent for your most important player. Crack if you got, got him, son. On Crack the team, got him. I think that makes. Uh, Sense at least it might be a little too high, but it's it's not too wild. So I, I still don't think the 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 quarterback scenario of pay is like anything abnormal with what we're seeing in terms of everyone else, everyone else, and the salary cap increasing. That's why the players get paid more is because they're anticipating higher yeah. salary cap, right? Yes, yes, um, yes. But let's just we can go through this really quickly and stop me uh, where you want. But basically, Cooper Rush, I have him rated as about an A minus backup quarterback for the Cowboys because for the system, yeah. For the system, I think he came in and did what he was supposed to do. He just made that one mistake uh uh in the Eagles game or a couple mistakes in the Eagles game. Otherwise, he probably would be a little harder to keep if he if he didn't. Well, even if you look at that though, like you you see where the Eagles are now. Yeah. They're they're in the NFC Championship game. That dude played he was playing against one of the best teams or right. arguably the best team in the NFL. And yep. minus the three interceptions, he still came back and they still had a shot at the end of the right. game. He played, yeah, listen, he played his ass off, which is man. pretty, which, which is pretty <laughs> crazy. Granted, he threw three, three picks that game, but 
I definitely agree with the A minus grade on on Cooper Rush as a backup quarterback, and I would love for them to retain him mm-hmm. unless they go out. Well, even if they go out and draft a quarterback this year, which yeah, they the, should. The, the, the I, is, the I think the issue yeah. is though I, that there's so many teams need backup quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So many team needs. It's like quarterbacks are in the league at the moment versus like just saying let's draft a quarterback. It's like so many teams need some like quarter a quarterback. He's going to want to get paid. Cooper Rush is going to want to be paid as one of the higher pay, paid backup quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And I think I think he will. I think some team is going to give him uh, a reasonable contract this year to be you know a, vi- a viable backup and a possible starter in case somebody gets hurt. I think what Dallas needs to do is not worry about they can get Cooper Rush for for a good price, great. But if not, I think that they should turn to the draft for the next two seasons. I think that they should use a fourth round and up pick yep. on a quarterback. Use draft one of, two quarterbacks. Use one see of what happens. Use one of our uh, what are they called when you get the the player gets signed by another player. We got two fifths. Oh, the compensatory a, picks. Yeah, use yeah. one of our comp picks. We got I think yeah. I think we got two fifths and a six. Like right. Use so one, use it. Use get one of those on a fucking quarterback, yeah. man. Why why yeah. not? Well, yeah, like it's it doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, he's going to take Dak's job. But look what happened, how Dak got the job in the first place. Fit Romo first, gets yeah. hurt. They well, draft him in the fourth round. We have a quarterback. It, you need to it, listen. Bill Belichick taught us all of these years with having Tom Brady. They were winning Super Bowls. They were the, the most winning team ever. He drafted a quarterback almost every year yeah. because quarterbacks are like currency. If you draft them and you hit on one, then you can be able to trade them or have them as your starter if you don't have a, a franchise quarterback. So why San not Fran. draft them every year? Yeah, I mean, San, San, San Francisco. Trey Lance. They have Trey Lance right now. If yeah. they, they could go yeah. with Trey Lance or they, they could trade them. They can be able them. to trade them. Exactly. Well, I mean, and that you can't think that they're going to keep Trey Lance. They're going to keep no. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I mean, the guy. Brock Purdy's yeah. the guy. I think he's their Brock guy Purdy's going guy. forward. But they got two. They got Jimmy G, who's got. Well, I mean, I don't. They. They. Well, he's a free agent. They, he's, he's a free, free agent. agent. So they don't get. Yeah. They don't get the currency and on they'll, him. They'll, they'll trade. They'll, they should trade Trey Lance. I mean, yep. maybe they hang on to him and hope someone gets hurt in the in, right. in training camp or something, and then his right. stock goes up. Who knows? But Brock Purdy, and this goes back to drafting a quarterback. Now that you found Brock Purdy, well, guess what? San Fran has one of the best deals for a quarterback for the next four or five years. And now, na- they, and now they can be able to really spend on that team. Exactly. So they're going to be... And look at them already. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they, it's like it's like the rich fuck getting the richer, man. Dude, it's yeah. like fuckers. Well, and one thing that will play into this conversation, too, to always keep in mind is that players get... After, their, after they get out of their um, first contract, which a lot of the high-ranked free agencies always are, it's after their first contract, right. those guys probably want to go to a winning team. Yep. More than likely haven't ha- uh, faced a lot of victory, or if they have, um, you know, you're still looking for greener pastures. San Fran, with that type of deal, and and players are smart, agents are smart, they know, oh, I can get an extra $2 million and go to this will- winning team because they have that additional budget. I mean, it's a no-brainer to go there. We see that all the time with NFL teams stacking these veteran players. Well, their window, their window just got way bigger by have by yeah. having Mr. Oh, yeah. Relevant yeah. become oh, yeah. relevant. They literally just opened that window for them to be possibly the next dynasty well, type the, thing because yeah. they, they got the bargain of the of the year by far. Just to talk on just to talk on Brock Purdy for a second because when we when we look at what happened to Dak Prescott drafted in the fourth round, Tony Romo goes down. He's their QB. They go with him. Similar situation. Brock Purdy gets drafted. What uh, seventh round? Last last, last pick. Very last, last pick. Very last pick. Very gets, last pick. Gets put in. 
The difference, though, and what we're seeing with Brock Purdy, and and I, this is the one thing I can't stand hearing Niner fans say to us this the last couple of weeks. Bang bang Niner gang. Besides <laughs> bang bang Niner gang, which if I ever said bang bang Niner gang, you like like. I would take that gun that I'm saying bang bang and shoot myself in the face. But the the thing that just drives me nuts is that oh you your team got outplayed by a seventh like Brock Purdy didn't outplay Dak Prescott in that game. But what Brock Purdy did play outdo better than Dak Prescott is that even when our our guys our defense was in his face making he made him throws he he still made throws didn't he, turn over the ball he didn't turn over the ball but he still we we and as much as we got in him and we shook him up he we still did what did, we shook him up no what was the one you said before we got, got in we got in him we got in him <laughs> we got in we got in him deep oh we got in him deep um <laughs> what but we, this loser <laughs> uh, we got in him deep but he didn't he actually still looked pretty composed. Versus, he never lost his composure, man. Never, but, but and that the, and that's a that's a that's a value. The, the, the thing that was get, before we got into all this other topic here, the the one the last thing I was going to ask you about Dak Prescott after your your uh, vitriol of hate um, on Dak Prescott there, Barry. I actually was, thought Barry was pretty no, pretty just, tame with I'm it. I'm just joking. I thought he was going to be worse. I thought he was going <laughs> to cut a fucking promo for the for the world, but and he did. The hitch <laughs> thing totally got me. Um, Dak Prescott looked nervous even when he didn't have to because I thought the San Francisco yeah. D-line was going to be way more over them. Like, they fucked him up, I think, by scheming him on those blitzes all those times, and then they didn't yeah. They didn't bring the house. Yeah, they didn't and bring it, the house. And, and, and I think, back and I think he I did, totally messed him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, listen, I, the offensive line played well, man. It's just, he just looked like he, he had deer in the headlights, man. He really did. It's, and And that's the part that just, it concerns me going forward because there's no... There's no fix for that. Yeah. There's no mechanics that you can be able to work on for that. You can go into the lab. You can go put on weight. You can go go do wind sprints and get faster. You can. But the 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 mental part of the game, how he sees the game, how he breaks down defenses. You can't. That, that is what it is. Uh, it's that, either you have it or you don't. That's where I was gonna. The mental side of things, there's something mentally blocking them right now, and that's where yeah. when you talk about off field, you get that right QB coach in or the proper OC. They can help break through that because when you see glimmers uh, or sh- or shades of brilliance in some of his games, how he could actually play, and we rise up as Cowboy fans and say, "Dax the guy, Dax the guy." Yeah. You can get you can get mental you can get mental coaching to break those barriers down so that you can focus on it. And his girlfriend just broke up with him today. Did you guys hear about that? Whoa. Really? Yep, I heard about that. He got, about uh, that. he's having a tough week. Damn. Let's just say that. Oh, Dak's shit. having a, a tough well, week. As for uh, Cooper <laughs> Rush, <laughs> as for Cooper Rush, the only alternative um, that I saw on the list with that had like, you know, the same pedigree. Uh, cost. Well, yeah, it was Gar- Garner Minshew. I I'd be interested. I like if, him. Yeah, I, I like still I still agree though. I think that's what the Cowboys need to do with their pick. Um, Take is, Gardner. Is, no, in like a fifth or or plus fourth, fifth plus a comp round pick, pick. Man, you got yeah. these extra picks. Use them. Yeah. I, I see on your list here. You got the Ezekiel Elliott thing, and you got the Tony Pollard thing. Yeah, and I know you had talked about <clears throat> uh, player second um, contracts. We said we would. We all decided we, if we had the choice, we would franchise Tony Pollard. Would you guys go to the extent of giving him a second contract? We saw Zeke get a second contract. It didn't pan out too great. Would you guys? And it, this is getting to be a thing in the NFL. 
not giving running backs that second yeah, contract. No, it's, it's, we're in a, di- sorry, I'm going to just chop in. Yeah, I, think, good. I think we're in a different era with running backs right now that you are like the crop of running backs coming in and, and the ability to kind of mix them around. You don't need to get a second contract. That's massive. Like Zeke, I think that should be the blueprint of what not to do in scenarios. Because I think when you get guys like TP 20 coming through or even crash Davis, you can work them into a system. If you're going to do dual back, uh, even f- go back to having a, like a, a solid fullback option if you if you want, but I, I I don't think we should be paying especially coming off that broken leg. Yeah, I don't think we should be paying that. But you'd still franchise yeah, I, him. I I I don't know, man. We're gonna see if uh, if Jerry and and Tony can work out, you know, a, a team friendly type of deal. I, I think if if you know if, if anybody can do it, it's Jerry, right? Yeah. He Jerry can be able to get guys to get team friendly contracts. But if not, then, you know, like you said, Ad, they got to go the route of franchise tagging them and, you know, and then adios and go draft somebody else. I I think the same thing with the running, you know, with the quarterback position, they got to do a running backs. Keep drafting them. Yeah. Keep yeah. drafting them and, and, and just have a rotation of guys that you can be able to use because you never know who's going to hit. You really don't. And, you know, the fact that Zeke has a $17 million cap hit next year. That's wild. Um. You know, you 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 even if he takes a reduced contract, which is great, at the end of the day, he's still on the team. Yeah. So you still are going to need somebody I, well, else so, so like, that that gets into that mix. So I, I think they need a three man rotation. I, I'm a I'm a favor. I'm in the favor of if Zeke's going to take a contract, uh, if he's going to take a deduction in his salary for the year of what what go from seven what is it seventeen million for the year? Well, that's his cap, but he's getting that's I think he's owed ten ten. 10.9 yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so he takes well, they, a pay cut. They're just going to backload it. Yeah. Like the team, what the team needs, though, is they do need those leaders in the locker room. If Zeke, which everybody says Zeke's the leader in the locker room, yep. let him come down, pay him for at least one more year if he's going to take the pay cut. Get TP20. Hopefully we can still have that solid front from both of them because they were starting to gel. I think year, the year uh, last year, Zeke was still like, you know, I want to be Ezekiel Elliott. I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I want more of the carries. And then I think this year you realize, okay, I'm not Ezekiel Elliott. I got I to gotta share carries. I think if they can get into that rhythm together, moving into this next season, I think it's better for the team to keep it because with all the shakeups that are going to happen and how last this last season turned out, I think we need to still have that locker room leadership. Yeah. yeah I, hold on, Ed, uh, and before you go, I just want to say this. Um, I think that what they should do with Zeke's contract is that I think they should give him the same amount of time left on his deal that Dak has. Because once that once Dak's error is over, I think the Zeke error needs to end as well. I think they both need to end at the same time and then you start over. So that needs to happen is that they gotta line those guys up and you know if they can if they end up coming back, you know, obviously Dak will be back but at that point, but Zeke won't. But I I still think you need to line those guys up contract wise because if you're going to get from out of them you have to get from out of them together. And I, this might not be a popular opinion, but, Ooh, and it might I seem like maddening. I like it too. But, uh, cut yes, everyone. Yes, I, no, no. <laughs> yes, I do play Madden, but I'm, it, my philosophy isn't like, obviously you can finesse trades and shit. That's not what I'm talking about. My philosophy is always like, we need to, um, if, if the player, and I don't think, I honestly, don't think Zeke is worth bringing back for the price. I would try to trade him for whatever value you can get just to unload the contract because 
Tony Pollard, you can sign. He might even be going. He could go upwards of twelve, thirteen million a year, and maybe really high in his first year. Um, so that's just something to consider. But I think he'll get an average probably of nine or ten million, right? Um, I don't so, think anybody wants Zeke in a trade, AJ. Look, look, I'm talking about giving him away if you can. I now, don't th- but that's what I. Okay, the re- sorry, but the reason is. And these players might be signing with their teams, but we got Barkley, Hunt, Penny, Jay Williams, and and Jacobs, all of which I would much rather have than Zeke. on the team with Tony Pollard. Yeah. So you, but so I I don't I disagree with right. you at, at all. I think the only thing preventing yeah. that is how much dead cap he still has. Or no, I thought this year kind of roll. I thought he rolled into like we could basically cut him this year. And we were find out finally out of the cap space with with Zeke this year. It was it, it was it was in the off season of last season, right? That so we could we could have got out of it. So oh, the fact okay. that they picked it up, they they picked it up, and that's it. And then packed mean? it up. So uh, yeah. you're better off to at least if you're going to be paying the dude, try to get his what you're actually going to pay him down, and then see if he has a role. There's going to let's be honest, this team that's going to be fielded in 2023 is going to look a lot different than the team oh, yeah. looked. Uh, on Sunday, and is that going to be oh, yeah. for the better, or for the worse? We don't know. We don't know, but we do know. Like last, remember last season when they started, we started seeing players go, and we were we were super worried. Let's say specifically about the defense. We talked about, oh man, the defense. And I f- arguably think the defense was better this year than they were last year. But your boy might be gone. Dan Quinn might be gone this year, son. Yeah, man. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn might be going to uh to to the Colts. Yeah, da- I mean, guy, I don't. Guy, Dan Quinn might be gone. I don't know what if. I don't know if I'll be able to ever well, do this again. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Like I, this geez. is. But yeah, I totally get that. I'm just talking about players. I I, yeah. I do think that when you look at uh, who they're going to put in because they saw what a defensive coordinator like Dan Quinn can do with the defensive team, the next coordinator that they're going to bring in. I don't want to say that he already has the foundation for at least one season to take it and move with, and move with it. I do think that we're still going to be in a pretty good defensive position, regardless yeah. of a couple of players. And we have stud, off. we have studs in, on defense. Still. Yeah, man, we we have we have good players, man. We have you know Jordan Lewis is going to be back next year. Deron Bland, Deron Bland stepped year. up. Like yeah, you know we're we're, we're I think we're going to have to look into some safety help. Um, but we definitely. I think the defense is going to be all right, man. I, I really do think that the de- the defense is not the problem. Defense no, is not the problem. Not 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 at all. As you long know, as you, as long as you can get someone there to coach them, yeah, as, yeah. That, as that unit still right, right? because right. It, you still don't know. Granted, the players have to make the plays, but how much of the scheme helps them? Like you could put a bunch of good players in a Mike Nolan defense, and it doesn't matter. Hey, they're going to exactly. they're going to be scheme shitty. matters. Def- matters. Defensive coordinator for a, an NFL coach is an easy sell. You want to come coach one of the best fucking linebackers, NFL players in the yep. in the league, and youngest like team with the young, and, young and, talent. And, and, and I and right? I, I'm talking about Parsons, of course. Yep. But then you start just looking around, and there's Sam a Williams, lot. Sam Williams, Deron Bland, uh, like you said, Jordan Lewis, Oso Digizua. Like we're 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 pretty loaded at each position. Yeah. LVE is only 26. LVE, 20. if, you, if you can <laughs> sign a couple of these guys for one or two year deals, that's and, right. Yeah. And we'll keep, get to keep, him. Keep them together, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, man, listen, man, the defense, the defense, dude, we we have some real good stars on this team, man, some budding real good players, man. It's just it's it's offense, man. It's it's well, offense is what bothers me. And and I think one of the most crucial positions and I th- I would say 
um, weaker than running back overall. Obviously, the injuries made running back position much weaker at the end of this the season here. And I do think something happened with Zeke. We'll we'll, we'll see about that, Barry. We'll I like your fantasy football graph that you made here. It's Thanks. like you came to well, a draft uh, and you, uh, I love it. So everyone could read it because I know it, green to me is, is red. It, does red mean good? <laughs> well, green is signed. Yellow means trade, and red is bad. Uh, 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 red is like just need improvement. What, 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 what does pastel red and pastel green mean, though? Oh, and then these are the free agents. <laughs> we can we'll look at the free agents. But so we have C.D. Lamb, we have Michael Gallup, and we have Turpin mostly playing in on special teams. If we can only get an OC who can figure out how to use them uh, in the actual offense properly, I mean that that would be really awesome. Maybe he's just. Just a special teams guy, but whatever. I, I think he's more than that, AJ. I think he is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I, I think you can use him as a gadget guy. Not I'm not saying that he can play every snap, but you can use him. And they, you know, they I think they they blew a chance with that this year, honestly. Yeah, I I I agree. But I mean, same thing. If you look at we were talking about uh, Pollard being more implemented as a slot player, and I mean, we saw maybe him line up a lot or yeah he's just <laughs> mostly games, mo- but- mo- motion and out of the slot was mainly his, his thing to be honest but so you got here you yeah. got cd lamb you got michael gallup you got Cavante turpin like you said there those guys are mainstays and you got jalen tolbert or uh yeah jalen tolbert and dontario drumon and in, he in might be a here. special team guy as well so I, I don't i don't you know i've yeah, never seen that guy <laughs> yeah he's he's uh, maybe a practice squatter but I, but i think i think I think it's time to try to find a place for Simi Fioco and trade him off. Maybe get a, a pick or two that could be turn into that quarterback. You know, he's why isn't he hasn't he played even this season when he could have there were some opportunities for him to come out and, and be available. Well that's the thing. If these guys that have been on the team for now a few years couldn't even crack the lineup this year, they're that, yeah, that means that they're just not good enough. It's just they're just they're not showing something. Exactly it's yeah. This is what there needs to be a little urgency. I think get rid of them if they don't if they're not going to play next year. Yeah. fucking get rid of them this year. That, that was the one thing that Jimmy Johnson did really really well. You bring a player in and like a day later, if it's not working out, out of here, get, get gone out of here, gone out of here. You don't fit my system, gone. You're you're done. Yeah. I just think the cards are on the tail table in my opinion for Jalen Tolbert. Rinse and repeat. Then just go back to the draft next year and find another third third rounder. Yeah. You know, like. I don't like spending the third round pick on that, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if you're just consistent. You've already tried. made the error. You've already made <laughs> yeah. the error. Well, listen, don't fucking try to like ride, like ride with it, you know. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an error. Ad like the fact, like some kids, man, they just take a little bit more time to develop, and that's okay. If he had to sit there and learn and go through his mistakes, and then next year he's going to come back confident and get four and catches and the NFL <laughs> speed of the game and actually make a fucking play, yeah, then. You know, that's fine. I, I'm okay with kids coming out of college and they have to learn the hard way but, sometimes. But but it he is, was you know from I mean? a small he was from a small college. <laughs> yeah. So the NFL jumping from where he came from to the NFL is a big leap. It, it, it's yeah, okay. Sometimes so people's learning curve is I'll, a little is a little longer. I'll use the same. I'll use the same. I'll kind of talk about it in business because this is what a lot of businesses make mistakes. They hire an employee or they bring somebody on that's not necessarily qualified for that role yeah. but i see shades of like brilliance right. they bring them on that employee doesn't do well they 
they don't want to get rid of them because it's like, oh, I brought the point on. I thought they were going to. And they, and they drag it on for so long. It causes issues to the business, causes issues to the managers, it causes issues to the employees. And then after a while, you let that person go or that person quits. And you just spent all this money and you wasted Investing. all this time. Yeah. You invested this, right? And what you should say is you bring them on. And as soon as you don't realize that they're clicking, you say, listen, I think you, I think you could be really good. I don't have the skill set or the time to bring you up to where I need you to be, so I gotta let you go. And and that's where I think the Cowboys need to look at some of these players. Hey, for whatever reason reason, we don't have the capabilities to bring you up where we need you to fit into our system, so we gotta let you go. Well, can I just argue that a little bit? The only reason it's not like that in this situation, they've drafted him in the third round. He's gonna right. make X amount in the next three or four years. There's really there's some money there. There's really no reason to get rid of them already, right? Like, you've already spent that. And if you do, say, get rid of them, the guy, one, the guy never took up a game day roster. Mm-hmm, if he's right. just sitting back on the inactive roster learning, it's not really it's not really hurting the Cowboys yet, right? Like, no, financially, no. it's not hurting them. No. He's not taking up a spot. I totally get what you're saying If it, it, with your um, with your example in a business. Like, if this was a guy that you brought on and... You have him for a few years, and you can get away from cutting him, and he's gone. And it you don't probably would have made more sense for like, let's say, T. Y. Hilton. You yeah, like T. exactly. For, right. he doesn't do it, that, and then that then would make that would yeah. make more sense. But for a dude that you already spent the draft capital on, he, yeah. he at least at least next year is that great? Does that mean good? I wait? gave him light green. <laughs> I, gave, I moved him the light green. Hey, 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 sorry, I moved so Tolbert. Yeah, get we need. The, <laughs> he's light green now, Tolbert. Yeah, I'm gonna put you in light green. But I, I yeah. pastel. You know what? <laughs> light green. This does all come down to the argument of how how much money are we spending on him? And there's no reason why you can't just go ahead and do what I said anyways. And, oh, and for draft sure, that player. So what? There, there's no. Yeah, problem. I think they will draft another wide receiver. Yeah. though. drafting they another they drafting another wide receiver in the third round. Literally, there's nothing against doing that. It's all, honestly better. Like you, you're literally you still need a wide receiver. Yeah. And if if he comes in and right off the hop he's playing better than this dude, than Jalen Tolbert, and they're playing for even that inactive position, yep. then that that's when you say, "Okay, see ya." Right? Yeah. yeah. Competition, man. Listen, keep keep drafting, keep drafting the guys and see who rises to the to the top. That's yeah. that's all it is. Like you know, you yeah. If you want to talk about Dak doesn't have weapons, if you're giving him more speedsters and more big body receivers out there that he can throw to, then there's no excuse. Yeah. So keep drafting them. Keep drafting them. Definitely. And and that's that's true. Like, I think uh, if you're going to figure, if it comes down to a uh, kind of decision process in the draft or in the, in the free agency, you would lean towards making the um, offensive choice over the defensive choice, just given the the talent that yeah. we have right now. The, the landscape I think, of the team. I, I think you're going to see that, too, This in this draft, guys. I think you're going to see the Cowboys lean more – offensive line skill positions you know you're going to see them i'm telling you they're going to get a running back they're going to get a running back you think they're going to go robinson they're gonna, they're, they're, yeah, maybe fuck can I would, we hope i have a hope can so. we hope i if they can we hope if they got if they got robinson in, at 26 which oh. a lot of people are kind of hoping for right now it Dude. just it just it does make me a bit nervous but the yeah. guy just seems like at, if he's there at 26, I almost guaranteed the Cowboys. Gotta take, take him. him. You gotta take him. Like I said, if you're gonna have three running backs, just fucking use all three of them. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, would you, out of this scenario, would you do both, neither or one of higher of oh. si- re-signing Ty Hilton or Noah Brown or picking up one of the free agents? I'll just throw some names out. There's. 
Scroll uh, it over so you can see it. Uh, not that he can read it on the screen, but no. Uh, uh, there's Aunt, uh, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, and Pringle, who are all kind of in that same p- potential uh, range as Ty Hilton. There's other better free agents, but I think they're going to be out of the Cowboys' price. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ty. <laughs> I think he deserved to to he deserved his spot, and he yeah. could have been a bit like man. He. <laughs> And I hate to go back to the San Fran game. He could have had the play of the game. He was wide open, ran no one near him. He has a t- he has an easy touchdown. So the guy can still move. The guy still he even if he slows down a little bit, he still knows how to. There was a couple times in the Tampa Bay game he just sat perfectly down in zones. Yeah. Right. So hey, and, and that's I, a I'd skill. That's a skill to a not skill. panic where you can sit in that your your in your area that you need to be and then and then explode. I would honestly T Y Hilton and even Noah Brown. He knows the system. We know what you're going to get from him. He's like I think Barry the last time was on said he's never going to be that eighty catch guy. He blocks, but. I don't think it hurts to bring him in on a contract no. that you can get out of easily. If especially, you to. especially a blocking receiver, bring him back. He, like you said, he understands the offense. He knows his role. Um, th- it's not going to hurt to bring back a Noah Brown. It's not going to hurt to bring back a T uh, a T Y Hilton because what T Y can do is going back to what we were talking about with 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 Tobert is that he can help him understand the game. Yeah, and getting want- a, getting a veteran guy like that, it can really help him gain his confidence going into year two anyway you're gonna see a different kid you yeah. really are we're, we're gonna be looking like like man this this kid is this this kid is something you're gonna see a different tolbert but having a ty is really going to assist him with being a professional and understanding how to how to run those route trees it's very important for him so i i think ty's value to this team is is more than what he brings on the field and with uh sorry michael gallup's uh, you've said this, Barry. I believe uh, Michael Gallup. Really, let's look at his this next year as being his. Oh that's yeah, why, that's gonna, why they signed him to this contract. Year. Like, yep. I hope he's back. I always liked Gallup. Big but then he think about he that. didn't see him taken off the top this year, and he'd always yeah, because he, he couldn't. Yeah, he, he couldn't. couldn't, and he he was always known for that. He was always your once a game they're going deep to Gallup. Like they're gonna just Dak's gonna air it out and let Gallup run. It was once a game. And, yep, and you're gonna see that again, man. He's gonna he's gonna get that he's gonna get that that speed again, man. Every time after an ACL, guys need a full year to be able to get back to themselves. Not even yeah. he has his full year, and now it's time. Not even the physical aspect of it, but that mental part of the it. Mental, is, oh man, yeah. if I go, if I fully run, is this right. thing gonna give out? Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It. it uh, another off season of training. And uh, getting stronger and faster, and being in the confidence. playbook, confidence back is it, it should help them. Hope, hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully, I'm going to say hopefully. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a question hopefully. for you. Or you yeah. want to do your last bit of this? Yeah. Okay, AJ, let's get your last bit of this here. No, no. Uh, well, there's a defensive side of it too. That, but is it relevant to wide well, receivers? D- yeah. Well, what I was going to say yeah, is yeah. kind of relevant to yeah, wide yeah. receivers. F- let's finish wide receivers, and then we can go to tight ends. Out- outside of what you got, like what you have up here, would you guys be okay with maybe the Cowboys stirring up some uh, some yes. shit Trades? and, and trade yes. like trading for somebody? Oh, yeah, 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 right. That, that, go get D Hop. Yeah, get D Hop. Get DeAndre Hopkins like that. Get if D-Hop. you want to win, go out and trade something for that dude. Well, yep. then you wouldn't need to sign. Hilton or exactly or so Noah it's Brown. like it's this weird yeah no and, there's so many ways that we can go with things right what, would you not the, still sign no uh ty hilton after you trade for if DeAndre you could Hopkins? get him for something d if you could Dude, still get him in there it's like yeah, sure. if, you, if you get him for a good contract why not keep him yeah 
But here's the issue that, like, and I love all the I ideas, but like, Cowboys are five million over cap right, right now. Right now, yeah, and they don't really have a lot of. They did their wiggle room with their big contracts wiggle, already. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. There's always wiggle room. They always find a way to make up fucking twenty million somewhere, right? So, so Stephen Stephen Jones, the the wizard of <laughs> the wizard of, of the wizard of the cap, master chef, the, yeah. master chef. the, the capologist, the capologist, because he's they're always like so far over it, and then they somehow did cook the books. A every bit. T- every team Mirac- figures it out. miraculously pays off Goodell and says, "Give me another twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give me another twenty. <laughs> well, Jer- Jerry's uh, contributes, uh, I think, a um, billion dollars each year just to make sure the cap keeps going up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right. spend more and more on his players. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's just money, right? But, right, right. It's, it's just money. Just forget about this 20. Just give it to us. <laughs> but if you think about I don't know, is this high or low? The Cowboys spend about 7 or 8% on their wide receivers. I think that's probably low. Yeah, I think it feels that's low. low. Uh, until low, until right? CD Lamb gets his contract. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's 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 low. Well, that's why it's low. That's low because you got to think of the top like five guys, like uh Devontae Adams, uh Tyree Kill, uh Diggs, Stephon Diggs, like those guys, they're they're probably eight percent themselves on their team, right? Yeah. So and, and and Diggs may be available too. Guys. Uh, it's another guy. Fucking get the Diggs Bros together, like yeah. trade well, and, trade for. And you hear rumors of how he kind of wow. le- uh, after that Buffalo uh, is a little crybaby bitch, kind of like he was after his Vikings tenure. So yeah. don't, don't don't love that, <laughs> but I would go for him. Le- still, le- yeah, I would go for him too. He's he might be a little crybaby bitch, but he's good. <laughs> oh, two bro, two bros. Yeah, that'd be awesome, the Dig brothers. Yeah. Dig bros. Oh, is that when he nice. was just yelling? saying something no to, no they, so what they were saying is that he left even before the coaches got to the room at the end of the game he was already almost out of out of yeah, the he was arena. ready to go and some teammate brought him back and then a teammate brought him back in he, had, he didn't even shower he just grabbed his stuff and he started to take off like well i don't think that's any i don't think dalton schultz would ever do that <laughs> to the Dallas Cowboys. In, fact, in fact i think i think schultz is spending every uh Every moment he can in the Cowboys Schultz, facility, he's a, he's a true. Cowboy. He won, me, he won me back a little bit at he the did. end of the year. He, he did. He's he had a strong dude. showing in the last three games. Yeah. four games. He's definitely one of the guys who will walk into Stephen Jones' office and say, "Look, I know you guys are going to want to pay me X amount to keep me on the team this year. I want you to take that. I want you to put it over to <laughs> no fucking this person way. here. I'll do it. I'll do <laughs> Not it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it at spec. I'll do it at at worker. I'll do it at rookie level." I want to get that Super Bowl. That's what I'm going to do for the team. I think Schultz's gone this year. Me too. I think Schultz's gone as well. I think the fact that Hendershot and Ferguson have played, have shown signs. They actually run a little bit. I think they run after the carry a lot better than Schultz. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they I think, the I think, they, I they think Ferguson is going to be our starring tight end next year. Think, think, think about it this way. This is, I mean, Dalton Schultz, I love the fact that we have taught, we talk about the clone zone, but if you look at him, he's he dropped a lot of touchdown passes yeah. in the yeah. end zone this season. He's volatile a lot and he's turned over a lot i don't think and also too also too uh, he's not a he's not a blocking tight end either you he know didn't he didn't look bad he didn't look that bad this year i'll give him a no. little bit of credit he blocked a lot better in 2022 than he did in 2021 yeah, but yeah. but he's not that full package where i think a jake ferguson and peyton hendershot they right. they were out in schemes as blockers like that was Love their, those kids man yeah well, the Love only blocking he, he's doing is on the can fan podcast <laughs> yep that's, that's true I, well, I gave Schultzy an A rating, and I hope he hears that. That's fine. But, That's but all right. His uh, this isn't my calculation. There's a, a website, a Sport Track or something like that, and it has uh, uh, for some players it gives you what their value is. 
if they're a free agent, Schultz he was valued at fifteen million a year. I dude, he he could probably get it. Oh he, yeah, he probably someone. That's team, what I'm saying. Like, a team yeah. that's looking. Well, look at even uh, look at the Vikings once they got Hawkinson. How just having that type of player it did help their team quite a bit. There He's might, young. There could be a team out there. All they need is uh, a receiving tight end that puts now, now puts their offense in the top 10 of D- the league, right? Different story if right. we didn't have Fergie and Oh, definitely. Oh, different story if we didn't well, have going, going, into this, going into 2022, the reason we uh, franchised Schultz was because we didn't have... I mean, you drafted these two dudes, but you, but you didn't know, you yeah. right? Like, no. So they had to keep Schultz because if they don't, he was a very big part of the offense in 2021. And you're playing, you're playing rookies, and that's that that's a risk too. Oh, right? definitely. So they had yeah. to they had to franchise tag Schultz last year. This year, I think they might roll with Jake Ferguson as a starter, and then Hendershot in there, sprinkled in with a little McKeon. And so. and and go uh, if there's an availability in the first or second. Um, Maybe even third round, maybe sorry, second or third round um, of the draft. I wouldn't be upset if they went and got a tight end too, and just like really fill out that position. <laughs> now, mind so you, it would be my- so funny if he looks like the rest of the time. Oh, that's <laughs> what I mean. You got to replace the clone zone. Yeah, you have to. Uh, but, but what? But um, this all comes down to as well. Uh, if Kellen Moore leaves, who comes in and what kind of scheme are they going to run and what do they see in the offense? Stuff that honestly, we can't really answer, right? Honestly, AJ, if, if Kellen Moore leaves, you may just see Mike McCarthy call the plays and they'll, you know, you'll have that, that, um, you know, just somebody who's named the OC but doesn't really call plays. They're just more suggesting things to McCarthy. Yeah. You know, McCarthy calls plays. He's been, he's been frothing at the mouth to call plays for this team because at the end of the day, that's what he likes to do. I, so that's what might end up happening if, if Kellen Moore leaves. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick, uh, uh, two things I wanted to say and really quickly. One, I do believe that if, as like a, if you want to be tough on your kids, you rip their safety blankets away. If we get rid of Schultz, well, we just ripped Dak's safety blanket away and let's see what he can do. Yeah, find someone new. Think a swim. Yeah, yeah throw him in the deep new. end, right? Um, the second thing, when you just brought up like Mike McCarthy calling his plays a couple weeks ago, we uh, crack him if you got you know crack, crack the small crack, crack, crack him if you got him crack him if you got him that's a trifecta crack him if you got him son uh, that was a clone zone crack him uh, <laughs> where like I heard and I was saying this to the guys and we're like well where do we hear these things I was like I don't know I hear analysts talk about it I hear people I hear other <laughs> suits people and you kind of yeah, and you kind of just brought it up like. Mike McCarthy's frothing in the most of call plays. I want to know where did you hear that? Because I, what I was hearing from no source in general, just listening to all the other shows I listened to, they were saying that, oh, finally, like the for the Tampa Bay, the Tampa game, finally, Mike McCarthy stepped out of Kellen's way and and allowed Kellen to fully take control of the offensive play. How the calling. fuck would they know? Exactly. That's what that's they what that, don't know. So I watched the lips. I have a, I have a 4K 80 inch television. I you led. I can really yeah. Yeah. OQLAD. I listen. We know. We know that Jerry Jones is a guy that likes to control everything. Yeah. Getting Mike McCarthy. The deal was Kellen's going to call the plays. So that's what it is. And once Kellen leaves, then Mike McCarthy will call the plays. Mike McCarthy has given up a lot of autonomy and and control to what Jerry wants in regards to that staff. And he's okay with it because that's why he got hired. You have to be 
at Jerry's beck and call and not be a real power coach to get along with him nowadays. But he's Kellen Moore is calling the plays. You can tell because over the last three seasons, we've seen the same vanilla fucking offense. Yep, it's the same thing. So there's no creativity. And we've seen that for three years. So we know where it's coming from. Um, Mike McCarthy, if Kellen Moore dropped, I really, I, I would really want to see that. Obviously, there's other names that I would love to have in the mix, but I want to see what Mike McCarthy has. I really want to see what he has in regards to calling plays. When because when, when he they won in, the Super Bowl, yeah, when he won the Super Bowl in in Green Bay, he was calling plays. Yeah, yeah. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask when he was in uh, when he was in Green Green Bay, was he the one that was calling those those, yep. those shots? He was the shot caller. He was like the guy in in jail that uh, well, calls a, all the shots. Yeah, he, 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 how do you know? How do you know who's calling all the shots in jail? They either jacked or fat as fuck. <laughs> so, so hey, guess what? Never been in jail, but I'm just assuming yeah. that's how it works. Right. Hey, Leo, listen. That's good. That's that's a good take. Look at Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, did you guys want to do defense as well, or just finish with Taron Steele? I think here? we finished the offense, and then next week we roll into the defense. Sure. Hey, 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 you guys can hey, do defense. Season, season, we, got, we got seven fucking months. That's babe. right. Let, let's not <laughs> have seven let's, fucking months. Let's not blow yeah. our let's not you blow got, our wad guys, yet. You guys have to create content, man. Don't blow. All <laughs> yeah, that's right. Before we go, before we yep. go into that, uh, while we're talking O line, so there's just three guys. So we got before about. we go into the rest of the. Op- I want to know when Barry Grant Jr. is going to buy a Cowboys jersey because you said you haven't bought a cowboys jersey yet why and when you know what it is with me man i I don't buy jerseys i I, like it doesn't matter what team i'm rooting for i just i i don't have any mets jerseys i don't have any lakers jerseys i don't have any i'm just not a jersey person but for the can fan boys I will buy a jersey this year. Yeah, I will. Oh, shit. I will. Nice. Okay. So like I will make sure. I will make sure that when I come on this show, I will have myself a Cowboys jersey. On. That, that's a big decision. <laughs> I mean, that's I, a big commitment. Big I feel commitment. like you know I mean? feel like, a big commitment. I feel like Barry might go like, I don't know, Emmett or something to be safe. Would you do? <laughs> would you go like a legend or would you go a recent? Uh, yeah, player? I would. Yeah. I, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna pick a jersey, it's gonna be my guy. I'm going prime time. Yeah, prime time. Oh, I was yeah. gonna he, say maybe Dion. Oh, yeah. he's he, yeah. Barry's gonna buy that sick Mitchell and Ness like long sleeve <laughs> fucking baby blue cowboy. Gonna be not, gonna be nice and fitted. You know? oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Sorry, AJ. Okay, you want? No. Let's go on the O line here. Yeah. So, um, real quick, we got uh, left tackle Jason Peters. Uh, I I mean he's listed as a center, but he filled in mostly in guard, I believe. Connor McGovern and uh, right tackle Terrence Steele, all free agents. Yep, Terrence uh, Steele got to bring back. Got to bring him back. Got to bring him back. Yeah, okay, absolutely. One of the the things to note though for both the the kind the guard and ta- right tackle position, there's a a lot of free agents available out there. So I think it brings down the value. Obviously, the supply is high. Um, demand might be high too. I, I don't know what other teams are looking teams for. will be always scared. It's when you get a big influx of a certain position team, everyone will be waiting, even the, including the free agents. They'll wait for somebody to set the market on it. Right. Like right. you'll see it. And also year. too, also too, uh, and when it comes to offensive linemen and free agency, teams are very, very hesitant to give out big deals because if a team has given up on an offensive lineman. That's a concern if he hits free agency anyway. Yep. 
So teams don't necessarily want to spend big unless you have the, you know, top of the top that something happened and a contract breakdown and the guy decides to leave. Like a Trent but Williams. But normally when a team gets a good offensive lineman, they don't leave. Right. They don't leave. So that's why you see, you know, I don't really blame the Cowboys for really bargaining bizarre hunting in regards to free agency when it comes to offensive linemen because, you know, it's it's pretty much it's 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 really a risk that you're running getting any offensive lineman in in the uh, free agency. So it's better to draft them. And uh, in that plays right into your point. I think you got to retain Terrence Steele and Connor McGovern. Yeah. They both played yes. well enough to to get contracts, and they I should agree. be they should both be on on the list of who we try to yeah. get back. Yeah, and, I and, agree. And if not, I think a hundred percent Terrence. And if not uh, Connor McGovern, then go big with like a a, a nice guard. Who can come in there and fill fill that hole that's kind of been? I mean, when I look yeah. across the Cowboys line, I see five or four of the five spots filled pretty soundly. You know, um, when Steele's playing, but even now it's going to be interesting with both uh, our our. Well, I'm, I'm interested so. to see what they do in that in that regards. Like, mm -hmm. is is Tyler Smith now the left left tackle going into next year? Is I think Ty it should be. Yeah, Tyron Smith, where's he go then? Stays at right tackle? Like, I, yeah. it, It'll be interesting to see what the Cowboys do. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, Tyron Smith ended up playing pretty well down the stretch as soon as he got back. You know, a couple shaky games when he came back from yeah. injury. But he ended up playing decent. They're both both very... Tyler Tyler Smith is just going to be better next year. He's, he had an awesome yeah, rookie season. Too, I think, too, at the, uh, uh, that... Um, Right tackle for Tyron at this point of his career is better because, you know, you got to be more athletic to play left tackle. Right, right tackle, you don't really need to necessarily be that athletic. So um, so that that might be a better spot for him than to really put him in the hot corner. And he I, has, I don't think that he can be able to deal with that anymore. He still has juice. Like, you watch him he against, does. You watch him against San Fran. The guy's, I mean, the guy's in fucking foot. Minus his injuries, he's in he's a beast. phenomenal shape. Yeah, it's a beast. Like, you see the dude, you're like, that guy's a, an offensive tackle? Oh, my God. <laughs> that guy is terrifying, right? Hey, so yeah, Jack. For, for me, you add another guard if it's not McGovern. If McGovern's there... You get steel back. It's a good problem to have. Depth is something on the O line that you just can't. You fuck need. With. Yeah. You saw it this Absolutely. year. Yeah. You saw it this year, man. We got lucky enough that Tyron Smith wasn't out for season. He came back at the got perfect. Lucky Peters. Well, exactly. Yeah, Peters. Peters. Thank God for Peters. Terrence oh, Steele got hurt. Like our shuffling on the offensive line was crazy. And you need to have yeah. you need to have like seven very good offensive yeah. linemen. Yes, I agree. Yeah. If you want well, to have a chance, well, that chance. that wraps up that offensive. Uh, I like it. I think we, I think we just down. go it on that, boys. We got, yeah, man, that was yeah. good. We Fuck got an man. hour. We got an hour and a half in. We, like I said, we have topics. There's lots. A lot of the stuff we were going to talk about, it can get rolled into. Well, I was going to say because we're we're now coming into for our podcast, Barry. We're coming into the off seasons where it's like week <laughs> to week. It could be this. It could be the Sahara. Desert, yeah, exactly. Or, or for you on your podcast, you cover everything. Oh yeah, so yeah. you don't have an off season. No, no, it never stops for me. <laughs> and was that, and was that by design? You don't ever, you didn't ever want to just talk about one team on your podcast. He's a big sports um, fan. No, I've I've thought about it. I've you know I've thought about doing like a um a Mets podcast or a, you know a Lakers podcast, but you know I, I have so much fun doing what I'm doing right now that um. You know, I, I at some point I may be able to fit in another one because obviously, you know, we've been talking about 
getting another podcast with 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 us in regards to like yep. a wrestling thing or something else. So you know we're gonna have opportunity yep. here, especially in this off season. You know, I, you know we'll we'll figure out our schedules, but I, I've definitely thought about having a, a like a team, a niche team podcast. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see it's what tough. happens with that. Are, yeah. do you, how much of the um, and then one last thing before Ant calls us out here. Uh, how much do you focus on like the combine or college and then like the draft coming up? Like, are you actively talking about a lot of that or is it just you're focusing on the, the, the major sports that are in season at the time? Yeah, major sports that are in season at the time. But obviously the NFL draft, the combine is very big. So um, I think going this year, the fact that the grid network is up, I think I want to have some show that's going to just cover just the combine and the draft itself for the grid. That's great content for the grid. Yep. Um, I think that would be a good idea to get, you know, everybody on that. Well, we need you. We need you guys to do that so we can watch it. So we have something yeah. to talk about here because <laughs> we're, we're trying we're trying to get that stronger in our game. Learn a little yeah. bit more about the prospects coming into this year yeah. minus the the 25 to 30 that you hear about in the first right. round it just can right. feel a little bit overwhelming a little nah it's a lot game. man it's a lot it's definitely a lot man it, it you know me uh bryson and, and mike guido we do the nba draft every year um so we're thinking about doing the nfl draft this year too but we're gonna you know do that on the grid so you know we'll see um i i think you know because people love the draft no matter what kind of you know, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, people love the draft. They love investing in young kids and seeing what the potential is. So there's always there's always room for content there. So definitely, definitely going to throw some stuff around and see what sticks. All right. Well, Barry from the All Even Podcast and the Grid Sports Network, man, it's always a pleasure having you on. And we always have a good chat talking about the boys here and your thoughts on Dak. Uh, it sucks that the season's over, but we'll just have to get yeah. through it. Uh, for it the band, for the bandwagon boys <laughs> over there, and your boy Anthbess over here, I just hope the 49ers and Eagles both lose somehow this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have our first tie. Cancel another yeah, cancel first tie. First tie and just cancel it. <laughs> yeah, first canceled game. Peace. Peace. <laughs>Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.